It's time for the Jay Foreman postgame show. Here's Coy Detmer dropping straight back in the pocket. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! Look to the left, and he kind of telegraphed it all the way. When the ball was tipped, Foreman's in the right spot. Sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinny Creekett, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. Here's Fawenti dropping back, fires a pass, and it's intercepted by the Huskers at the 25, Jay Foreman. And Foreman takes it down to the 19-yard line of Oklahoma. Another big play by the Blackshirts. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are here, Jay Foreman postgame show. Unfortunately, three weeks in a row. I thought I felt like if we changed locations. I know. We had it right in the right in our grasp, man. It's uh, Nebraska Falls, uh, 24-17 to Wisconsin on the road. Great start, sputtered, you know, all the yeah. way to the last uh, drive, and then wasn't able to get you know match Wisconsin's touchdown wise in overtime. Um, you know, it's one of those games. There's a lot of positives. I mean, you think about your thoughts. Or thoughts, or, or whatever you know, evaluation of Chubba Purdy, you you should be definitely in the positive. Mm-hmm. You know, at times you ran it conventionally really good. Um, special teams and defense probably didn't play up to their standard, and that's probably the difference in the game. There wasn't a ton of turnovers, um, the tackling, and then obviously the defensive tackling or the special teams tackling as well. And it's not just it's not just the physical tackling; it's the pursuit angles. You know, setting the edge even out of the cornerback, allowing them to get the edge. There's a lot of things that go into it when you think of, you know, what what went wrong or where they didn't play up to their expectations. And if you, you if you let a team like Wisconsin hang around, they're good. They they're good enough to yeah. capitalize on your mistakes, and that's really what happened. Yeah, it was frustrating because I mean, this is once again for I mean the third week in a row, I guess, because you want to kind of take it after the bye week, like that Nebraska has now, it's not simply just the end of game not being able to make something happen. Like, this is a four-quarter complete game. Nebraska has yet, frankly, all season, or at least since conference play began, to really put together a complete game of football, both offensively and defensively. Now, fortunately enough for the Huskers, we still sit here and they're they're one game below 500 at 5-6, and With still an opportunity, like the yeah. opportunity is still ahead. But this is but the last opportunity. Like yeah, but but at one time when it was as large as frankly I think anybody thought was possible, after the way Nebraska started this season at zero and two. Yeah. You had four. You had you you looked ahead, and you said Nebraska has four opportunities to get one win. You need one out of the fourth, and now some things that you did in the in the first game of that four game set carried over to the second game and then it carried over into the third game yeah. and before you blink and before you can realize it you have one game left you have yeah. four quarters to make it happen on a short week yep and and you're late late traveling back whereas Iowa they played at home I think so you know it's it's definitely not ideal the whole plan was to handle your business tonight and then you'd be good and it yep. didn't happen and so frankly I mean Jay you could talk about it though like you handle your business against Michigan State. You're playing with, you're playing with house money. Hey, and then and then it's you don't know what 
a Nebraska football team since 2016 looks like with six-plus wins. Yeah, you I don't. Mean, you don't know you're, you're what close. that confidence you're, does for you. You're awful close, but yet so far. Yeah. And it's just a, you know, frustrating thing. Probably a lot of anger, anxiety as you go home. But yeah. really, you know, to be honest with you, with the game on uh, Black Friday and with Thanksgiving on Thursday, you got you to gotta watch this thing real quick, man. I mean, you know, I don't think – I think this, this loss right here is – you lost the momentum and lost your way. You know yeah. what I mean? Whereas I felt like Michigan State and uh, Maryland, you know, you just kind of just gave the game away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, and there's two different – I mean, they're kind of the same thing, but when you have five and four turnovers in back-to-back games or four and five turnovers back-to-back games, that's just asking yeah. to lose. Whereas here, you know, you just got beat by, I think, an inferior team and you just didn't play well when you need to you you weren't able to answer the call you weren't able to answer a scoring drive by wisconsin with a drive of your own and so when you keep doing that keep doing that you're able to get into overtime and then you don't get off the field on a crucial third down in overtime and they end up scoring the quarterback run game with taylor or tanner mordecai won the game yeah in overtime you you know we miss we have a guy in the hole we miss him and we and we blitz and we blitz and get too much over the edge we don't we don't you know so Situational football, but then also uh, knowing what to do, when to do it, and how to do it definitely uh, came back to bite us. We're, we're going to pause. We're going to get to callers here in a second because the phone lines are full. So we're going to get to callers uh, despite being on location because we want definitely want to hear from you guys, 402-464-5685. But first, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification right here on 93.7 The Ticket. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet, KNTK FM first, 93.7 The Ticket. All right, let's get to phone calls on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. We have John on the line. John, appreciate you you calling and being patient. What's on your mind tonight? Oh, so much, guys. John, are you there? The one positive is I think we found a quarterback. All right. Sounds like John might not be there. So we'll we'll work on that. John, I know, I know Danico also hung up. So if you guys are there, uh, we can definitely make that happen uh, here in the next. But, I mean, Jay, okay, so we look at this, right? Uh, Nebraska, one game away. Like, what, what is the the 24-hour rule? Does it apply it's in this situation? It, or is be. it even, like, on the plane, it's got to be After you, when When you touch down... When you touch down, when you touch down in Lincoln, it's got to be over. It's got to be over because if you're not, you don't have the time to waste. It's already Sunday. The game's on Friday, you know, and you're going to get a day off. And so you're going to be in game mode, preparation mode, and all that other stuff in it very quickly. Yeah. And it's got to be 100% focused on Iowa. Yeah, uh, Nebraska, unfortunately, once again, falls 24-17 to Wisconsin on the road in Camp Randall. You you look at this, uh, Nebraska, from a a disciplined point of view, right? Uh, Over the last two games, Nebraska had just one penalty, and it came in a a crucial situation against Maryland on a pass interference call on Tommy Hill. But then you also look tonight, seven penalties, 54 penalty yards for the Huskers. This is something that, once again, it was like, I don't want to call it uncharacteristic, but in an area that we thought Nebraska was making improvements in, 
Here they kind of go back to their old ways of false starts in crucial situations, holding calls. They had a, a pass interference play as well. So it's kind of just a disappointing situation to when you look at this one and say, where were some yards given up on missed tackles, on penalties? They forced Nebraska's offense to kind of go behind schedule when you have the holding penalties, when you have a legal man downfield or ineligible man downfield. Just kind of a lot of yards that were just kind of given up on Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, it just was not a uh, normal game. And uh, <laughs> it's just, I don't know what to say is where when you have a team that, you know, you're close, but yet so far. And the one thing that you felt like you could count on tackling and defense just wasn't there tonight. And it just wasn't. And there were huge situational ones, right, where it's the quarter is mainly one against Mordecai. I mean, he had a field day of making everybody miss, and it was just not a good performance by uh, the defense tackling in the open field. Yeah, uh, once again, 402-464-5685. Unfortunately, we're having some issues with callers, so we're going to just go ahead and read every text. Every text that comes in, as long as it's appropriate, Jay, I mean, we can so – that way we can we can let the people be heard. Uh, because and My I, man Brad. Yeah. Wisconsin covered. He won a hundred dollars. Congratulations, congratulations, yeah. Brad. Thank you for telling us, Joseph. What were we even doing the last minute of the fourth quarter with timeouts? To quote Herman Edwards, you played to win the game. Yeah. What are we doing right there? I mean, it's the same thing. We were being aggressive last week. We lost, and so I think you probably that had to go into. Bo Lever says, uh, oh, just repeating, repeating what we heard here. Shut up while Jay's working. Wisconsin hadn't. Handed us that game and both the coaches at the end of the game with the, some of the worst clock management ever seen combined with a guy on the punt block team who apparently yeah. on the field to, to go for a jog while pretending to be there to block a punt led to not a led to not a culture of going after the win but trying to lose trying not to lose totally alarming. I mean let's talk about that, Jay, because we, we kind of discussed that off the air. That was a situation to where it looked like if the guy on the pump block extends his arms, he has an opportunity to get a, a hand on the ball or at least affect the punt, right? And so instead we saw it to where he kind of kept his arms reserved at a time, at a point when he was running past the punter. And I don't know if I would say it's alarming or, or you know contributes to the culture that we should be – you know, concerned about what Nebraska is going to look like in the future. Like, I don't know if that one play will dictate everything in the future. No, but those but, are plays hey, that, I mean, those are ones that in a 17-14 game, yeah. it matters. Yeah, those and matter. That, and the effort was not good uh, enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, to be. You know, I meant, I meant across the board. I didn't yeah, mean I just, just like that you, play. Yeah, I mean just. The special teams and defense have been pretty consistent. They just yeah. weren't tonight. Yeah. And, and we, we saw it tonight. The, the margin for error, unfortunately, just not quite there for, for Nebraska football. Uh, it's just so slim, so slim. Let's go ahead and uh, let's take a break. We'll go ahead and take a break. We'll uh, keep sending your text, 402-464-5685. <laughs> We're going to be here until. Hey, uh, man. Hey, unknown texter, 531-6859. You off the chain. Did you just tell them the whole entire number? No, I didn't say the middle number. Oh, good, good. Yeah, this there one right go. here. Yeah, there it is. But uh, 
So, I mean, there, here we go. Let's go ahead and head to break. We're going to hear from Matt Rule in the in the next couple of minutes. Obviously, quotes will will come out of his post-game press conference. Uh, this the J Foreman post-game show sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, State Farm, Vinnie Creek, Elway Power Sports, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. Hurry up. Nebraska loses 24-17. We'll be right back on the ticket. Jay Foreman post-game show. Sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinnie Krikak, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. There it is. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back, Jay Foreman, post-game show. Jay Foreman, my main man, Nick. We're in the garage, still in effect. Hey, we, we got we to gotta, we gotta thank all the people as well. All right, well, go ahead. Go ahead, We're going to take Bart Peters with security first, Jamie Peters at Health Home Consultants, Macaroni Tony, head of private banking at UBT, Jeff Barclay and Scott Ritter of Pillar Restaurant Group, Nate Green of Cancer Partners of Nebraska, Kevin Meyer, Meyer Cork and Bottle. And then, obviously, Tim Vogt of, Tim of Vogt, Vogt of Trucking, Vogt, Vogt Trucking. Vogt Trucking. And, uh, you know, appreciate the support that allowed us to put on about eight hours Man. of live radio. Nick is right here on fumes. No, Nick, I am not. See, Nick doesn't understand. Here, folks, we get stronger as the night goes on. You <laughs> get weaker. But now that could that that could be what Wisconsin said to Nebraska. I think yeah. the biggest thing coming out of this game, you get 14-point lead. Yeah. I'm cool if you go go for it. Wisconsin's on scholarship. They blew up the front of the line. We got to answer the call defense. Okay, we give up seven. We give up three. We go in the, in the halftime 14-10. We still ain't got stuck. We 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 had a five gear shift. We yeah. still stuck in neutral. That we was, got we got to get out of we got to get out of neutral. That was what was frustrating. I mean, Nebraska goes up 14-0, and one of the first plays from scrimmage was a, a trick play attempt, right? Oh yeah. And, and and you hadn't seen that. Nebraska didn't need a trick play to score the first two touchdowns. Right. Nebraska probably didn't need a trick play to, to go up uh, an imaginary 21-0 or even 17-0 or get down inside to, to have an opportunity to score. And also, I mean, Jay, we talked about it. At that moment, Wisconsin wasn't going to, to bite on anything like yeah. that. They, they, were, they weren't panicking like a, a, a well-coached football team would do. They're not going to panic when it's in the first quarter. And so it just felt like an unnecessary situation. But also, I mean, to your point, you would have liked to see them continue to just kind of step on the throat, yeah. have the foot on the pedal. And not that they kind of let up. They just chose to go with some things or try some things that were high risk, high reward, rather right. than low risk, you know, staying I mean, if the, if cons the play, not if, conservative, but yeah. – on schedule. If the play works, it's great. If it doesn't, then it's something that we talk about. They kind of ran almost a reverse again a couple series later. It didn't really work. I think Teddy Prohaska had a had trouble with their end yeah. and just shooting in there. And so I think really what it comes down to, we you know, we got turned over on downs. Okay, they, they did it. Then we missed a field goal at halftime. You know, those you know, every point for this team, like we talked about during the game. It's crucial, and so we got to be able to make those field goals that are, you know, 45 and under, and we didn't. Yeah. And so then we had to go into overtime, luckily made it, making a field goal, and then we didn't defend well. We missed a huge tackle on third down on a quarterback. That actually he'd been killing us all game, but we you need to get the quarterback down. 
and then, you know, got it, you know, got behind the chains in overtime, and then it just didn't work out. I think the biggest thing Nebraska needs to do is make sure that we do all the things we can do fundamentally to tackle well and be in better position to get the sacks because I think we schemed up well. When you have three missed sacks opportunity, right, on a quarterback, dead to rights, numerous missed tackles, this is not about a scheme. we got to do the things that we're coached up and schemed to do better. That's yeah. fundamentals tackling pretty much it comes down to. And then offensively, I just felt like we never got back in the rhythm. We never got back on pace. And we've seen it, and you see this sometimes in high school games, right? Yeah. Whereas, you, you know, you come out, you know, and you're on rhythm, whether it's a delay at halftime or a delay in the game, somebody gets hurt, you get off rhythm, and you just never kind of get back going. And if you're running game, which is the, you know, we started to run a horizontal a little bit more with the option and all that stuff. We never yeah, got anything that, going which, straight ahead. Which felt really weird because you hadn't run the, the option consistently. You hadn't gone to it. I had even tried it, I mean, throughout the entire course of the game. And then to kind of turn to it on the first play of overtime when you're only guaranteed four plays if you don't yeah. turn it over right. was just a real interesting situation where it, it's not like, I'm not trying to sit here and say that it was it was all on play calling and that it was, all, but it, it was certainly a head scratcher when, when when you talk about situational decisions from both players and coaching staff at times. Yeah, I mean, I just think we're not crisp enough on the offense. I mean, on the option game to kind of lean on it. It's great when it works. It's not great. It's kind of a waste of play when it doesn't. But you know, ultimately, I would have liked to seen the players play with a little bit more fire yeah you know what i mean let's move yeah. let's move some guys off the ball i would have yeah. liked to seen a little bit more umph echo through the echo of the whistle yeah stuff i mean here's i the, think as as wisconsin kind of raised their game up i want to raise ours up a little bit higher. I, I find myself and maybe maybe you're in a different boat or same boat whatever the case may be jay like i find myself at the end of this game going all right, that game doesn't get to overtime, number one, if you're able to connect on a 42-yard field goal. That game doesn't get to overtime if in the start of the second quarter you're able to get one first down or you're able to make one more play. Yeah. Like, here we are sitting here after, and, and we've been able to say that after almost every single loss. You've been able to say it after the Minnesota loss, the Michigan State loss, the Maryland loss, the Maryland loss and now the Wisconsin loss. I mean, this is now four times – where you've lost a one possession game saying right. this wasn't won or lost from whether whether it's the opponent winning or you losing on the last possession of the game this is yeah. a situation of this is a situation they, of yeah, they're cranking the music yeah, I know, you know what I this know. is what is it i can't it's bob, hear it. it's bob Seeger. no there you go but i'm saying the more more to stay the same <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is the situation though of like this you lost this game over a culmination and a combination of decisions that were it happened in the second quarter and in the third quarter and early in the fourth quarter right not just in the final stages of overtime it's the cause and effect man i mean handle your business early in the game it pays dividends later and the more you let a team like wisconsin hang around that has some culture issues issues in the locker room yeah a lot of soul searching was going on within Wisconsin this week. Wooler, their their senior captain or yep. you know junior captain, was out. Best player on defense was out for the second half. Yeah, out for the second half. So it's you know it look. I mean it's it's a, it's another missed opportunity. And 
when you think about Nebraska, you know, you can say, okay, we got next week. Well, you only got one more week, and it's yeah. against Iowa. You hate Iowa. Um, Iowa's going to Iowa you, so you know the game's going to be 12 to 9, 12 to 6. And so you got to find a way to be, you know, more consistent and more explosive. And you can do it. They've shown they can do it. Now you got to do it more consistently, and you also got to be able, when Iowa's humming on defense, that you have got to be able to take advantage of what they give you. You have got to com- come with your mindset and your pad level and your effort every single game, and that's where they, you know, where they need to, uh, you know, really focus in. I mean, it's more mental than physical right now. Everybody's banged up and physical. You can only can wear pads for, I'm assuming, for so much. Now it comes down to mentally being engaged, and then also being able to practice effectively, even when we don't have pads on, that we can work on our tackling techniques and our blocking techniques. Yeah, I mean, if you want to take a, a positive out of this game, it's Nebraska didn't fumble the football. Nebraska right. didn't throw an interception until the last play when it was kind of just chuck it up and hope it lands, right? I, yeah. I mean, so if, if you want to take a, a try to look at this with a glass somewhat half full, Chubba Purdy did his, did his job for the most part of holding on to the football, just needed one more big play out of him, one more play out of a wide receiver to step up, one more big run out of a running back to kind of step up it, it just feels like once again Nebraska's still searching for that guy on offense to say yeah. I'm gonna step up when the when the entire team needs me to go make a play it's, it feels like yeah. Nebraska's still searching for that guy yeah I mean those are hard to get though I mean but you also want to have a little bit more consistent play um, and sometimes the offensive line with our offensive line can maybe get out of rhythm so we got to be able to get back in rhythm I mean finish you know it doesn't really have to be pretty you have got to learn how to win games ugly and that means going that one step forward that means when I need the timely tackle I've got to make it this is a got to have a game and we didn't get it next week is a must-have I think it's time to go in depth on the defense we got we got to go in depth on the defense because it might have not been up to the defense's standard tonight. Right, yeah. So let's go in-depth on the defense when we come back. You're listening to the Jay Foreman postgame show. Uh, we're out here at Jay's Garage. We'll be here until 11 before we hand it back into the studio to Bach, Austin, it's a, it's Late night, man. Uh, late 11. night. We, uh, we've been going since late 4 p.m. We've been on going the ticket. Since 4, 4 p.m., baby. We're rocking all night long. So let's go ahead and take a break. We'll continue the Jay Foreman postgame show when we come back. Jay Foreman postgame show. Sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinny Creekat, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, good for him. We're back. Jay Foreman, post-game show. Trying to put a bow on this uh, long, successful day here in the garage. Sending the brother off right X, Y, and Z. The uh, friends and family and sponsors have been on and popping. Somebody just came in and said they're still live. Yeah, we're still we're still going. Still live in effect. We got thirty minutes. Yep. Okay, Jay. So Nebraska. I mean, let's talk about this here. Braylon Allen comes in to the game questionable. Nebraska allows twenty-two carries and sixty-two yards to to Nebraska or to, excuse me to Wisconsin starting running back two touchdowns on the ground for Braylon Allen obviously we talked about the quarterback run game for Wisconsin was pretty effective tonight as well Tanner Mordecai 18 of 28 through the air 160 yards one touchdown no picks as much as we talked about it 
from Nebraska's offensive perspective, not turning over the ball, you would have liked to have been able to get a turnover today. You would have been liked. I mean, it was controlled passing game based off of their run game. Yeah. And it wasn't a bunch of big runs. Obviously, Braylon Allen averaged three yards a carry. It was kind of like bleed you, right? Get you a six-yard carry. Get you a two-yard carry. Then when he got inside the end zone, he was able to punch it through. And then off of that was kind of a drop back play, play action, and there, and there was too much separation. So that's how they were able to be efficient on third down. And it was able to kind of just you know not be in position to where you would cause a turnover. And I think they caught Nebraska in some defenses. You know, I think every time they ran kind of that fire zone, what I call a fire zone when you're dropping a defensive tackle, Wisconsin ate that thing up. So that, that's something that uh, they were ready for. Um, and they out-executed us, and they scored a touchdown off of it and got two big first downs. Yeah, there, there looked to, excuse me, at times to be some indecisiveness on defense, whether it was trying to make a tackle. We saw it on that touchdown on the wheel route mm-hmm. to, uh, to I believe it was Jackson Acker who scored the, the receiving yeah. touchdown on a little bit of a, of a halfback wheel route up the sideline. Um it looked like indecisiveness. Not sure if you want to fully commit to trying to go for an interception. If you kind of caught that you're, you're you were just over you and overran maybe the angle, whatever the case may be. Whether it was tackling as well, it looked like there was some indecisiveness from the defense, which we haven't necessarily seen a whole lot of that this year. Yeah, it was just one of those games where the defense wasn't trump tight. Offense was kind of sputtering after the first two series. Wisconsin got on a roll there, yeah. which you're always afraid of when you're playing on the road. And Nebraska was able to withstand to get into overtime. But then, obviously, I think that huge third down on Mar- Mar- uh, Tanner Mordecai, you got to make a you got to make a play in the more open field. You got to get him down on the ground, able to make not only the first down but get close to the you know the end zone. Braylon Allen punches it in. I think a play or two later, now you're you're reeling, and, and it's the cause and effect. The cause is. Not leveraging the ball, number one. Not making the tackle. Giving up an explosive run. Now you're down by seven. The effect is you're down by seven. Now we're playing tight, and we're not really essentially a drop-back throwing team. And so that's where we ran into a big, big trouble in the uh, in the overtime. Let's uh, get to some of your guys' texts. 402-464-5685. Once again, Bach and Austin and Harrison will take over for Jay and I. Uh, at the top of the hour. So we got about 25 minutes left or so. And at 11 o'clock, you'll be able to call in. So unfortunately, we just had some technical issues where uh, while on location in the garage, we cannot uh, have phone calls. Right, let's let's just read some of these texts from the, from the start of the show. How about this one? Nebraska football is dead. No bowl game again this year. Oh, well. Uh, finding a way to lose. Another one-score loss feels a little different, but the result was the same. Uh, do you, Jay? Here's a question for you: Do we get away from the run game too quickly? Oh, I mean, I, I think a little bit that's dictated based on like personnel and flow of the game and where you're at. You know, maybe so. I felt like both of them came out the box hitting. Yeah. I like the regular kind of conventional run game. I, you know, the sideline, the sideline horizontal didn't do so well. But you know, I just think we just didn't execute. I don't think we created enough separation on offense, and I felt like we didn't block as well as we had been after those first three or four drives. Uh, I mean, here we go. Let's let's dive into this part, the clock management at the end of the fourth quarter. Your, your thought of 
it felt like using timeouts in a certain situation were kind of, once again, just a head scratcher. You, you chose to run it with a quarterback on third down. Like, I understand you want to get the first down. You didn't necessarily have the, a go-to play in your back pocket right away. Mm. There, It just looked a little choppy, but ultimately you got points out of it, but you just didn't really have an answer or plan on overtime. True. I think the complaints from last week, which are whether you want to believe they're legit or not, here you are playing conservative this week for the three, yeah. and people are upset. So essentially as a coach, you're never going to appease anybody. And so uh, – you know, I just think, you know, in overtime, it's hard. Yeah. And when you don't have a true number one, you just got a bunch of guys. And so nobody's really, you know, nobody had a really a game where you're like, yeah, he, he he's on today. Yeah. So that's hard. You, don't, you know, you generally what happens is when you get into overtime, you get into pressure situation, you think players, right, versus plays. Yeah. Well, you can have all the plays you want if you need a little bit more established players, and you're gonna they're gonna be established here in a, in like a year or two. But right now, they're still you know pretty much high school pups, and so yeah. you got to kind of have the growing pains. Yeah, I thought. I mean, one bright spot, I guess, and I guess not necessarily out of the after the first two possessions, we didn't see him a whole lot. Jalen Lloyd, right? It was right. good to see Jalen Lloyd get his second career touchdown today in the in the first quarter. It was a nice ball by Chubba Purdy as well. Let's talk quarterback here because uh, Nebraska, nonetheless, Heinrich Harburg, we know the record that they've had with Heinrich Harburg, won games, they've also lost games, they've had turnover issues still. And in all honesty, you, could, you there is a path to say Heinrich Harburg somewhat regressed over his time as a starting quarterback. Now you have Chubba Purdy where he gives you maybe more of a reliable throwing option, Chubba Purdy does. We saw where he was able to cock his head back like you like, Jay, and, and, and run it towards the end zone on the 55-yard touchdown run. Is there any way that Chubba Purdy's not your guy on Friday? Oh. No. That's right. Okay. I, I just wanted, to, no, I wanted no, no. to make it I wanted to make it out there and, and public that there, there's no way that this staff can send anybody but Chubba Purdy out there on Friday. I felt like he played decent enough to uh, – Keep his job and short week. Yeah. Why not? It's it's fascinating because you just like think about the quarterback room over the course of this season, right? And it's it was Jeff Sims coming in and we, we knew the stats and the statistics and everything that happened at the start of the season with Jeff Sims. He gets banged up against Colorado. Then Heinrich Harburg comes in, he throws that late touchdown pass to Thomas Fedoni in garbage time. But then he comes out, and, and frankly, like, Heinrich Harburg ran the offense somewhat. It felt similar to where Chubba Purdy was today, right? right? If we remember, we, we get it clouded with the games against Purdue and Michigan State and, and Northwest, or I should say Maryland. Right. But we got to remember the way Heinrich Harburg kind of operated this offense back against Northern Illinois, right? And Louisiana Tech, it felt a lot like today where, yeah, Heinrich Harburg can throw the ball a little bit. He can run. He's he's an option on the, on the the with his legs or his arm. Right. But then it just kind of went away from that. And so Nebraska now, it's, it's fascinating because we heard a couple months ago that if Chubba was fully healthy back against Colorado, mm-hmm. they might have thrown him in. Well, now what, right? So right. now the situation is – that looks good. Now the situation is like – 
this has been in your kind of Chubba's kind of been in your back pocket, and you wonder about evaluation and decision making on who to play and who to send out there. Yeah, I mean, I think Chubba's been hurt, so it's hard to put him out there. You know, when he's hurt, so I think the biggest thing is to just kind of move forward. And you got to bring if he if he has a solid performance next week, you got to maybe more you know be more considerate on what he might yeah, be looking to do in the future because he you know if he has I mean you know the quarterback room and or his play wasn't the reason why they lost tonight. Yeah, once again, Nebraska falls 24-17 in overtime. Uh, it's been a really good afternoon and evening here in Jay's Garage. Want to thank one more time before our final segment. I want to thank Jamie Peters of Health at Home Consultants, Bart Peters with Security First Bank, Tony Miller, of he- the head of private banking at Union Bank and Trust, Jeff Barclay, and Scott Ritter of the Pillar Restaurant Group. There he is. That's yeah. him. How about that? Jeff still going late into the night despite yeah. the Huskers' loss. Nate Green of Cancer Partners of Nebraska, Kevin Meyer of Meyer Cork and Bottle, and then obviously uh, Tim Vote of, of Vote Trucking as well. Uh, it's been an exceptional e- afternoon yeah. and evening. Uh, Jay... Let's go ahead and take our final time out before we hand it back off to Austin and Bach. Huge thanks to Austin and Bach for hanging out in the studio Late this entire yeah this entire afternoon and evening as well as they've been pushing the buttons. We've sent it back to the studio a couple of times just to kind of give Jay and myself a break. So we appreciate Austin and Bach and and young Ben especially for for running the board and pushing all the buttons back at our 93.7 The Ticket studio. Let's take our final time out here on the Jay Foreman Post Game Show on 93.7 The Ticket. Jay Foreman Post Game Show. Sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinnie Krikak, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. Don't listen to that, Daisy. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Look at Daisy. Daisy don't like that. We are back. Jay Foreman Post Game Show. 24-17, those dang Badgers, man. I'm telling you, that, the Badgers are like a bad case of hemorrhoids, boy. I tell you. Hey, I wish it could be fixed with a simple cream. Yeah, it's not, man. I think it's like the Badgers. You gotta make some. You gotta make some lifestyle changes <laughs> or something, man. They just found a way to kind of eke it out. Nebraska didn't help themselves, and, and uh, you know, look, man, it's one of those things that. It just seems like yesterday we were like heading to the Big Ten media days, hundred and some days before the, the season saying. started. That's why football is so hard. You got to be superiorly focused all year long to play twelve games, and you got to bring it. And now you're here with your backs against the wall, Iowa thinking that they want some revenge, and you coming in and you got to beat them in order to get become bowl eligible. How about this? Uh, we haven't talked special teams today yet. Uh, we can briefly discuss this because we got a text from an unnamed texter that says, I'm not even listening, Damn. but hopefully you have discussed how bad Bushini has been. We talk about competition at quarterback. Can nobody else punt? That's that's what's funny is maybe, maybe they are listening and they're just saying they're not listening, but I also imagine somebody just texting ferociously yeah. and furiously on their couch without any sound around them. Just, right. gosh, I hope you're talking about Bushini. Let's talk right. about Brian Bushini. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Brian Bushini because special teams just as a whole, this isn't just on the punt. Yeah, special I mean, teams as a whole was disappointing. I mean, it's, in some ways it's better. Some, I mean, it's kind of just every other game. And, it, and you know, you, you expect Brian Bushini to – 
you know, be more consistent and just kind of hit one off the hosel. Yeah. And then it was just at the inopportune time. It's, it's, it's okay if you hit one off the hosel and you're punting from the 50 or 40 into the end zone. Yeah. When you're trying to come out of the reverse area, you need to really get some, uh, you know, good 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 foot on there, man. You know, so it's uh, it's tough sledding right now. And you, but you got to bear down. You got one game left. So, we look, you got to finish this season off right. We we got about five minutes left uh, in our in our in our program for for this evening and tonight. I mean, it's nighttime now, Jay. Yeah, baby, uh, it's nighttime. It's we, nighttime. We, we just turning up right now. Is that so? Yeah. We'll see. No, we'll we're see. Not, we, we, we're about to crank this up to the fifteenth power. It, we'll we'll find out. Uh, I mean, it's it's been an awesome night. Let's let's just kind of put a bow on this thing. Um, Nebraska, they'll face Iowa next Saturday. Yeah. 11 a.m. Like, as Look, much, man, as a, bad as it was tonight, I, I find myself saying the same thing I said after Michigan State. an opportunity. How many more? Th- Look, yeah, man, how many more do you this, want? This it. And it, but it's not about that. It's, it, I don't even, you can't really categorize this as bad. Five turnovers is bad. I think you just got to, you just didn't embrace the moment and taking care of the opportunity. Yeah. This is a learning year for this team, man. I'm telling you, Matt Rule has came in and has taught and has tried to teach these guys how to how to win. And you wish they could take what you say and then apply it right to the field. Yeah. Sometimes they're finding out the hard way. Fourteen nothing. We got to get some movement on the line and not get blown back. And we need that first time. We have got to have it. Yeah. And that that has to fall on the players at some point, right? Jim? Right. We got to have it, dog. We got to understand. I gotta. I gotta look. We got to do what we need to do, and uh, and then it just wasn't that. It just seemed like after that, man, it just became you know three and out, two and out. Just was not a very good you know multitude of series. When you think after that uh, first uh, quarterback you know or interception that you know some of the people have, um, it's it's just one of those things that you know when I if I had to like summarize this game, we didn't finish. We didn't finish them off. We didn't finish the first half. We didn't finish the game right way. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. When you look at uh, now, obviously, this can change. Uh, but next Friday forecast, very different than what it's been the what last couple it? of what, weeks. What is it? High of 36. Next Friday? Next Friday. High of That's 30, the high. High of 36. So that means at 11 o'clock, it's going to be it's like 24 going, It's not going to be 36. Uh, there's also a 50% chance of snow. With a 15 mile per hour wind, so it's, it is Hold going. We're gonna get snow. We have snow next Friday night. There you go. So I mean, on, on Friday night, snow showers in Lincoln against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Damn, right? Yeah, you. I mean, you got a winter. You got your clothes in. You well, got a little. We're, we're going to be hanging out at the station. You got little mittens on. We're going to be hanging you're, out. At the you station. got your earmuffs ready. I do not. Do you? No. And brother don't like the cold, man. <laughs> there you go. Hey, okay, let's let's just wrap this up here. Yeah. Nebraska falls 24-17. We cannot thank you guys enough yeah. for yeah. Uh, hanging out with us throughout all these hours. Tons of, tons of listeners, watchers. Yeah. Tons of comments. Comments. Sarda Heyman, A1 pregame show, yeah. Elway Power Sports, Action, Vinny Krikak, Tanners, um, Security First, UBT with Tony Miller. Home consultants led by Jamie Peters, Jeff Barclay, Scott Ritter, Pillar Restaurant Group, Nate Green of Cancer Partners of Nebraska, Kevin Meyer, Meyer Cork and Bottle, 
10 volt volt uh, trucking yep and excavating I mean it, I mean listen man uh, this is something that we've been working on that I've been kind of having an idea to do we're gonna take it you know what I mean yeah and keep going with it and we appreciate the support it, there appreciate the 937 the ticket to kind of yeah. supporting us doing it and you know it, you know what Nick when we woke up this morning we kind of nervous decided you know kind of to see whether it was yeah. gonna be a success and we knocked this dang thing out the here park, Here we go. Man. Here we go, my man. I, I mean, here's the thing. Wish you would have ended in a different result, right? We, we yeah. would love to be, uh, be talking about been, a bowl game tonight. It would have been a good luck charm. Yep, there you go. But, uh, yeah, once again, thanks to everybody that made this possible. Uh, appreciate everybody in, in, in the garage right now. Appreciate all the listeners. Uh, next week, also, when you look when you talk about Iowa, I have a feeling there's going to be something uh, shindig at the station. So make sure you're kind of on oh, the okay. lookout. Okay, look okay. out for that for the it's, Iowa game. It's a great place to watch a game, okay. guys. Bring it's on, a come great... on down there. We serve alcohol. There and you we're go. going to bring some bush light down there. We're going to crack some open. <laughs> there you, we'll, we'll find out. Uh, Nebraska loses. They fall to five and six on the year. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with us here since five thirty and hanging out with the tickets since four p.m. But we're not going anywhere. Good night. Austin, God bless. Austin and Bach take it over Austin after 316, this. Austin three sixteen. There it is. Jake the Snake Bachovin. See you guys later. We are out of here. <laughs>